Welcome to the NPC's weekly What Are You Playing for the week of August 15th, 2020. My name is Travis, and of course I am joined by Preston. Yo! And Kyle. Hello. Hey guys, it's another week. You're, you're too excited, Playing more Kyle. games. No, let him be excited. <laughs> don't don't hold back on him. It's better than he just was, the what's up. It's too much. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't need to dial it back. Get, let Kyle at least expend some of this energy. You know, he's got to do that, so... He's got to get out of his system, otherwise it bottles up, and then we turn into you know another songbird argument or a uh, another rocksmith argument. We can't do that anymore, yeah. guys. We can't. Why? Or we can. like them? I t- no, they fucking break me. Okay, my mind cannot handle any more of that. Calm down. You you're getting it's excited. like Inception. It it's easy. like Inception. Like when these arguments go on, I need to spin the top to make sure that reality is still you know everything. You're getting okay. excited. You you need to take that back. Calm down. You calm down. Okay, I will. Yeah, me too. All right, so another week, another round of games being played here. And uh, you played games? Gonna, I actually I played a couple. The two of them, of course, are ones that I've talked about previously, anyway. And of course, they're Warzone and Flight Simulator. I've got a third one, but I'll get to that here in a second. Um, Flight Simulator. I'm still just trying to get myself really used to my flight control system in prep for Flight Simulator 2020, which actually drops this. Uh, coming week, uh, which is awesome. And so I'm really looking forward to finally getting that one in because I've been watching more videos and getting prepared, but it's just getting used to the controls again to make sure that I don't inadvertently turn off my engines again when I'm trying to put down the landing gear, which was not fun, especially when you're coming in for a landing with a 747 and you can't really turn fast enough. You know, you just crash. So a lot of trying to get ready for the controls there. And of course, Warzone, which Kyle, you and I talked about uh, before we started recording, um, you know, season five dropped last week. A lot of people, of course, have been, you know, pushing forward because we've got the new train. We've got the changes to the maps with uh, uh, the stadium opening up and some new accessibility points on a lot of the buildings that were kind of like chokehold points. But now, of course, opens it up for more people. Uh, The biggest issue, of course, this last week especially has been the texture glitches and you were telling me before the podcast that you actually did happen to have um one of those happen to you was it in warzone or was it actually in just regular modern warfare multiplayer to me it didn't happen to me it was happening to my brother oh it happened to your Um, brother okay i'm sorry i thought you said it had happened to you did you actually like see it happen to him at all or did he just tell you about it after the fact no it's just on his end but he sent me the images and it it literally mirrors the the images that everyone was showing online. Um, basically, it looks like your your gun fractals out into pieces, and there's really nothing you can do until you restart the game. Um, I've heard of some people like picking up guns, uh, and occasionally, if you pick up the right gun, it'll fix it. But the minute you swap guns, it it'll go back. Yeah, and what it seems to be really where it hit more, of course, so preface this of course that we're recording this on august 15th and and as of today the patch is actually released just have not yet installed it to actually see if the fix has been pushed through all the way it sounds like it has um but where the biggest issues for me of course and, and like we had talked about though is that i had it happen every single game i was in this last week had it happen and it seemed to always hit at about the right time, which like I or at the exact almost the exact same time was it was around whether I was in uh like if I hit gulag and I was able to actually get out, um, because I would actually notice the texture breakup or the the explosion of the texture start to occur just after I killed the other person in gulag. Like the weapon I was holding would just like like 
polygon just out of control and just the the textures would go all over the place uh it seemed like that but then also if i never made it to gulag it also see it seemed to come up about when the third um the third ring closure um was starting to occur or at least about close to it and of course, your worst offenders for the actual textures blowing up anyway were any of your larger weapons. So if you were using, um, if say you were carrying around a sniper rifle and you had one of those larger scopes on it, um, that of course has more textures to it. It just covered up your entire screen. You couldn't see anything past it. And it was even bad if you were just carrying it along, you know, side, you weren't even actually going down the scope. And that's a problem I had. The only thing I can say about it though, is that I could not actually find a way to fix it. Like, you were kind of alluding to about like, you know, um, that was even the same way the guys were telling me uh, that I was playing with was drop the weapon, you know, and pick it up again and it should clear itself. And, you know, it didn't. I only found that certain weapons would not break up the same way as other ones. And it, it still became a detriment anyway, though, because I would, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be limited on what I could use. Like, I remember it's like I had a helicopter coming in and I found an RPG on the ground. I picked up that RPG. My entire screen was covered. Like, I could not see anything. So I ended up getting yeah. killed by being run over by that helicopter. And it sucked ass. It just, it was god awful. And I'm glad that it's, at least according to what they were saying, has been finally fixed now. And I'm glad i'm gonna be able to get in there and not be just screwed over when i'm having like you know a really great game you know at least the several rounds before it actually kicks off but you were alluding to at least there being a theory about what it could be and i'm hoping infinity ward makes a comment on what happened at least or can give some detail without you know revealing like you know source code info or anything or just say like this is what we saw but what was your theory on it though kyle see my my theory had to do it had to do with uh tying the train uh, to the gulag animation i i was thinking uh because that seemed to be the most common occurrence uh that it was happening or and the most common time is that first gulag experience uh but it was with the addition of the train it seemed uh it was either the train or the uh the stadium opening but the stadium opening doesn't really change any scripting so i would think that uh, because I, I did notice if you, I don't know if you were seeing it, but there was glitches in the animation to going into the gulag if you were playing on the PC or at least for some players. So that, that I, was just my theory on it. I can't really say that I did see any sort of actual graphical glitches going into the gulag. It seemed like everything was fine there. Like I never had any weapons actually glitch out while I was in the midst of fighting in gulag. It it was more like a hiccup in the animation, like when you're getting drug in. Interesting. I don't really remember that. I usually skip most of the animations anyway when I'm being dragged in because it's like I just don't care. I just want to throw rocks at people. Yeah, I I don't Uh, know if it was like tied to it because uh, it, it seemed to affect it either way. Um and I don't know if that was, like I said, it's just my theory. I don't know if that that's possibly what was causing it. but I do, I I do wonder, though, if it really did tie to the train, because out of the entire game, you didn't really have any sort of moving element like that. I mean, you had vehicles that moved around. You had the, right. you have the helicopter, ATV, the, um, you know, the, the four-person ATV-type carrier, and then the, the, the truck. You know, that, that's really all right. you had. And then, of course, any other moving vehicle were your killstreaks, um, you know, UAV, um, cluster strike, uh, precision airstrike, any of that stuff. That was it. You didn't have this constantly moving element that was going on. And I think the problem is because when you go to Gulag, you technically 
disassociate from the map temporarily mm-hmm. and then you have to load back in i wonder if that could very well have been it that the train well, was not about holding things something up like this too is uh in in apex they already had something like that but it was part of the base game code whereas uh with call of duty they're just now adding that in really so, yeah no, hopefully it I mean, doesn't duplicate well, I mean, itself. You, you've played you've played Warzone before this season. They never had a train before, and that, no, that's they didn't. A new, that's a new animation that has to run. That's a new script that has to run, and that's new audio file, files that have to be injected into the core game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. that that's very true because even like Stadium opening up, that's not that bad. That that's just another yeah. open play field, and that too, it's not an actual like moving element. Well, but, in yeah, the way I, it was set up, it could have actually already been there, too. Very true. Yeah, the the inside could have already been designed out anyway, too, and just didn't load in for anybody until they actually pushed the season ahead. My other thought, right. though, too, is did they get themselves so far ahead for the supposed re-release of Call of Duty Black Ops that they had some sort of underlying code that they were using? You know, because we, we talked about this in the news, Kyle, the theory of... Uh, possibly like Warzone expanding to just be part of the the Call of Duty launcher where you've got like Modern Warfare, Black Ops and that. And then Warzone is kind of a combination of the two for, for you know, Battle Royale stuff. Could they there have been underlying code that even kind of worked into that? But really, though, I'm thinking more of the I think that really the train is probably the best idea of it and i think they just didn't handle probably the way it was tracking weapons that spawned on it and and how you were supposed to like use your caching on your computer even your console to to load those assets back in properly and that's what led to a lot of the texture glitching so uh, again i'm looking forward to a word from infinity ward on you know what they at least kind of found or at least said what it was that could have contributed to it um and you know, go from there. Mostly it's just curiosity for me. And yeah. I, I love the technical side of it. I love being able to hear exactly where this part of the code, you know, argued with this part of the code. And that's why it did what it did. But that's that's just Warzone anyway. Uh, so the other game, though, that I actually was playing, and I actually played this before we started recording the podcast, because uh, a friend actually sent me their beta code for it, was the Avengers and Preston. I know we talked about this one last week, of course, and I was only going off of videos now, but I've played that game now. Um, I am in the beta. I am. I only got up through, I think I'm about at the tail end of the Incredible Hulk part where he's at the AIM facility that used to be the former S.H.I.E.L.D. facility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm up through there. So I, apologies, listeners. It is a little bit of a spoiler here, but it's this is stuff that's already out in videos and on Twitch and anything, too. So just letting you know anyway but um i'm up through that facility though at least i don't think i'm at the very end of it but i think i'm getting close and i that game does not know what it wants to be you're absolutely right it i feel like there's way too much going on for it to even know what it's doing and i'm gonna tell you like i think the beta should have just been that first level with um, showing off the characters and that too, like really not even beta, just it should have just been a demo. Like polish this out to show us what this game is going to be like and then just leave it there. Don't go any farther in the rest of the beta. You know, that's it. It shouldn't have been any more. I don't know. I I guess I disagree with that because I would have been pissed to find out that this game is basically Anthem with Marvel characters. And that's not mm. what I was expecting when I first saw it. I was expecting a very story-heavy game. It's Crystal Dynamics. They're a very story-heavy that's true. Developer. I just I, I 
I don't know. It's just as I go into this more and more, you know, obviously, of course, if I went and spend the 60 bucks, I would have been pissed off because like if I had known more anyway, though, too. So I guess there's a trade off with it, though. But playing as the Hulk does not feel like playing as the Hulk when at all, like when you've got these normal like base level foot soldiers that as Thor, you give them a single punch and it takes down 25% of their health. And as Hulk, you punch one of them and it takes down 25% of their health or your black widow. And you're not fighting any of them. Of course you're fighting taskmaster there on the bridge, but you're ultimately though, only doing literally the same amount of damage as every character. There's nothing special about them when it comes to it. And I feel like they're sort of like special abilities, um, especially like as I was going through the Hulk one, they take way too long to recharge. You're you're building up all these ones and then you get yourself pushed into a corner where maybe you've like blown up all those like health barrels and that to kind of get your health back. But you're pushed into so much of a corner that you don't have that reprieve to be able to get yourself out of there and have those special abilities recharged in time to help you kind of progress along. It feels like it's a, a there, there's a choking point with it. And I, I despise that. I really do not like that part of like playing Hulk at all. Did you were you using his R two his right trigger ability? So I, I'll I'll press his meter. I, I should have started this, of course, out at the beginning. I was playing this on PC. Uh, well, uh, it's his uh, rage meter, the green meter just below his health. Yes, I, I, I was. I was tracking that, that, it. That's what makes, I guess that's what makes Hulk different from the other characters is when you're using that and you activate it and you're hitting a, and you're landing hits, you get your health back. So that's what makes Hulk okay. tanky in comparison to the other characters is he can sit there and just be in a giant fist fight with everybody and not go down. Whereas if you play those harder difficulties with Iron Man and stuff like that, you're going down real fast in that same okay, scenario. Okay, so. Okay, so yeah, the biggest. Okay, so I must have missed that part of it. I mean, I used rage quite a bit, and maybe that's why I was able to actually succeed going through some of these things, though. But it still felt like at least the rest of those special abilities, like you just couldn't do it. And then the fact that it's like, okay, here I am. I'm going to charge up my, you know, my ability. You know, the the I guess the ground pound ability where you're holding it down to actually, you know, kind of bring your fists up yeah. and slam down on the ground hard. The fact that it's like I'm going to charge that up, and here I am going in slow mo, but the enemy characters are moving at normal speed puts me off you know of course you want to get in yeah. the right spot and time things just right but it's it doesn't make any sense to me that it's like i'm gonna go really slow and everybody's just moving normal and then as soon as they shoot me that i, I lose that charge up ability and now i've got to reposition myself so i can get the right timing on it again no it's i i, I agree that's stupid. a bad game mechanic uh, but i mean that's what the gear is for that's going to negate some of that, uh, like the charge up for your uh, strong attack. There are gear abilities. I've gotten a lot further uh, that negate some of that shit. Like there's ones that uh, increase the cooldown uh, recovery speed for powers and things like that. It's not the best, and that and all that's doing is not making me have to grind for better loot so that my character doesn't suck as much. I agree. That's bad. That's a dumb gameplay loop, which is why I think it's Anthem. Mm. Um that's that is a fair assessment now. So, um, you're you're not wrong though. Like, and Hulk is the biggest probably offender of this, where the, it just doesn't feel like the character. Iron Man at least can fly. Um, he probably plays more differently than the rest of them. Uh, I wasn't able to get to play Cap. Uh, before, but even Miss Marvel, I she basically just plays the same as Thor. Or any of them, they all have a range attack. They all have 
uh, strong, heavy attack, basic combos. Like you're, you're not wrong. It's just I, I'm with you. Hulk is the biggest defender of it, and it's just because Hulk's supposed to be such a fucking unstoppable force, just barreling through everything. And the fact that they can shoot you and bring you down so easily, it's a turnoff. It's a problem. Yeah, and but, I just like. And then uh, on the voice acting too, like I don't remember exactly. Bad. <laughs> I don't remember who it was that actually made this comparison, but someone called them like the Kroger brand of the Avengers. Yeah, they're and like the actual like quality <laughs> of them, and they're even really good. Like it's Troy Baker, it's Nolan North. Like these are the fucking top ones. But which one is it's... voicing Thor? I don't. know. It's the same guy who does him in like all these fucking uh, superhero. If Thor's in those, like those Marvel. Well, um, uh, the Ultimate Alliance games. It's the okay. same guy. He's just so over the top, man. I can't. I, I really that voice. don't care for that Thor voice. Yeah, but. I think what I think what happened is this though. I think that because we got spoiled by the MCU and how Thor like was supposed to sound, or at least how how Chris Hemsworth portrayed Thor in there, and he mm-hmm. had you know the 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 actual godlike kind of voice, you know, and and kind of went along with those types of lines. I think. When they went into the studio, if it is the same guy who has played Thor in a bunch of these other games, you know, then of course, so be it. And that's the way he's just built up the character himself. The problem, though, is that I feel like when they were in the recording booth and this guy was starting to record and kind of offer his own spin on it, they're like, "Mm, no, let's let's sound a little bit more like this. Let's record this and give it a little bit more of the Chris Hemsworth type of vibe. And he tried to do his best. And I feel like that's what happened. Um, it, It definitely got in the way. And like listening to him was just kind of like. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna have to listen to listen to this shit. But you could hear it at certain points, though, that it felt like it got kind of like back to like maybe what the voice actor was originally trying to go for versus what he was being asked to do by the recording team. So it, it definitely at least helped kind of with some of that. But I guess I guess the game like if I'll get away from the actual gameplay part. I guess the graphics on here actually look okay. So I was running at max settings. Um, at 1440p, I think uh, through some of the cutscenes, of course, I think they were loading up assets in the background to just transition from the the cutscene to the game itself. So I had a couple instances where frame rate dropped down to like between 10 and 20 frames per second for like maybe five or six seconds. And then everything came back up to about 70, 80 frames per second that I was playing at. And it, it looked pretty good. You know, some of the hair effects I didn't, really like you know you see thor's hair blowing in the wind as he as he's flying to the gold gate bridge it was just like that could have been done a little bit better but i think everything else actually came out looking really good yeah it looks good but that's i don't know especially when this game is going to make you grind and do missions over and over again on harder difficulties like diablo i don't care the gameplay has to be yeah yeah. that is the first thing up you can have the previous games exactly you can have the prettiest game out there and it yeah a hundred percent it's going to be if the gameplay cannot deliver, then it's just it's it's Avengers in name, and that's really it. You, yeah, like I overlook really a lot of that it. stuff on story based games. Mm-hmm. Like if that's what as like if it things like visuals come in more into play in a, a strong narrative game. If it's this, I don't care, man. Like if your gameplay isn't good, I don't give a fuck. You need to. Mm. Yeah, yeah so I, like I wish you would have got a little further for those other missions, though. So yeah, so yeah. so the install for me was like twenty four and a half gigs. How long is this? Like, do you actually get to play separate story missions as like other characters, or is it just playing as everybody in the beginning and then Hulk, and then you get like one or two others then after the fact? 
No, so the way it was set up is that you will get, you'll start with Hulk, um, and you and Ms. Marvel actually uh, go to that, you're literally right there. Like, it's the, the next mission is shows you how the rest of the game is going to be played. Um, you end up opening, uh, like, a shield database kind of thing, and you'll just mm-hmm. go across different locations and doing little silly side Avenger mission things while there's a stronger, there's an overall arching narrative that you'll complete and unlock more people. But they gave me Iron Man and Black Widow to start with before I had even gotten them. So you'll just be doing a bunch of those little stupid side missions. Some of them last literally three minutes. I was in and out of a side mission. Some of them take fucking 25 to 30 minutes, depending on what you do. Okay. But they're variety. It's, it's, it's a basic fetch quest. It's like, hey, go in here and grab these computer codes or go take out this elite team. Do you remember how the Avengers 2 started when they were just running an operation? And mm-hmm. going, yeah. To, yeah, that's basically what this game is. It's a bunch of those. Okay. And you're playing with your friends. So playing with your friends, there's a little, it can add a little, a lot to it, I would think. Playing by yourself, this shit's going to get repetitive fast. Like, okay. I can just tell already this is not going to go well. But with, yeah. But, that's the role of that, all that shit. Like when you're playing with your friends, you can, you can handle a lot of stupid stuff. You can, it's okay. Okay. Yeah. That's why it's like, I wanted to bring it up. The last thing I'm going to say about it, and then we can move on to you guys. Cause this will end up being it for me for the week. Cause it's been a really fucking God awful week. Um, the only thing I'll say though, is that I think what the Avengers is trying to do is it feels like it's trying to put the new spin, of course, on what we've come to know and love with the cinematic universe while trying to give a little bit of a gameplay twist to um, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance series. That That's part of like part of me really leans towards that. And I start to get some of the vibes for it, too, when like running around. I mean, like, you know, if I was fighting these characters and and. Um, Iron Man was behind me and Captain America was behind me fighting and I could switch between them, then, you know, ultimately 100%, it's like, wow, this is just Ultimate Alliance here. But it's, um, that's, I was kind of getting some of those vibes of it as I was going through, but now that it's separated off again to where it's Hulk and then, like you said, it's Miss Marvel too, um, you know, only playing as Hulk anyway, it's like, okay, now I can kind of see where things are starting to go. But I was getting Ultimate Alliance from a dis- different perspective type vibes. Yeah, I guess, kind of. Yeah, yeah that's just me. It hasn't taken much to master the characters. Like, I don't know. I Part of what I liked about Ultimate Alliance was the accessibility to just grab any team you wanted and mix and match them however you wanted. And you could play all four, like Blade, Ghost Rider, Daredevil, and Spider-Man. Like, what a stupid team. And that was, that were fucking fun. Like, this one, it ha- you have to play fucking Hulk to level him up. Otherwise, he's not going to be good in this scenario didn't matter in ultimate alliance but i see what you're saying yeah this okay. is yeah glad they glad showed at least uh, I'm hawkeye this week not alone oh did they yeah they showed off hawkeye sweet and then, that's why i got on playstation so, so i can get spider-man because i want to see but honestly black widow plays a lot like spider-man will i think because she has a grapple where she just grabs onto somebody and pulls herself towards them i'm like well hey that's very spider-man so i guess everybody's just gonna play kind of similar because even cap and thor pretty fucking close to the same way they play okay yeah i i agree on that one especially like i i 
because I haven't seen the Spider-Man one, you know, you make that point, of course, with Black Widow. Um, and then, yeah, absolutely. Between Thor and Captain America, they like as you're charging up and, you know, and like you're charging up your your hammer throw ability for for Thor. It's not necessarily bouncing around to everybody, but you get that same level of attack when you're charging up uh, Captain America's shield throw. So it, it's yes, I can really, really see that a lot of cookie cutter stuff going on. I just wish it was it felt different from the others like. That's the biggest complaint I have. True. There, and there's so much variety in the in the Avengers universe anyway, though, too. Uh, I just I wonder if what's going to happen with this game is that we're going to see like a base set of characters released besides, you know, the exclusive one for PlayStation with Spider-Man, that the game's going to grow to have more story and more characters added to it really as you go along. You know, like maybe at some point we'll see their take on Doctor Strange or we'll see their take on... um Fuck, for some reason, blanking on everybody else. You know, the Guardians of the Galaxy appearing out of nowhere, too. I don't know. Just other ideas. Oh, it just seems odd to me that they're like, hey, we like what Anthem was doing. Let's try our hand at that. <laughs> I'm like, really? <laughs> You're going to go with Anthem as your fucking inspiration? We're going to go look at all these different things and find out that Crystal Dynamics actually hired like a quarter of the uh, Anthem team from BioWare. <laughs> yeah. It's like, right. well, there's your problem. But uh, that's that was it for me in gaming this week again. It's been kind of a rough week to actually get in and play some games. So uh, that's where I stand. But uh, Preston, how did things go with you playing games this week? Looks like you got uh, quite a few. Yeah, I finished Minecraft Dungeons. I don't know. Let's like let's just make the most bare bone fucking Diablo clone and throw Minecraft shit in it, and people, but, I guess, will like it. That's yeah, all. But, it like, is. but like I said, is that it? Minecraft Dungeons really feels like that bridge for kids to to see. Okay, this is a game series that I know, and I, I like Minecraft, and this is something different. I'm going to try this out, and then Diablo becomes something accessible to them possibly in the future, even if they have to go back in the catalog to one and two that, you know, it's not as alien to them and it brings them into a new um, category of games besides just, you know, something to craft. Don't you think they should do what Diablo does then, though, and really make the loop of returning to levels really fun and the loot to be memorable? Like, none of that feels like it is in this game. And that's what what makes Diablo Diablo. uh, You know, I I could actually see, I think that would actually be definitely a big part of it. I I think I could agree with that one or at least offer a way for those levels to kind of shuffle up enough, though, so that when you're running through them, it's not necessarily the same every time it's it offers at least a little bit more variety to it. But I think because of it being Minecraft anyway, though, that there are only so many liberties that they can take, at least that that Mojang's going to be like, well, yeah, it's got to really stick with what Minecraft is. And and we're trying to bridge this gap for a whole new audience of people. Um, but it's gonna like you like what happened to you and like what happened to Dan is that it alienates those who are hardcore Diablo, you know, um loot running type game players. So I guess you yeah, that's I guess that's the point is I feel like this alienates the people it's its audience, the people it's aiming for. Loot loot pe- loot people. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't think you would do that. But I've definitely played worse fucking games. Believe me, like this is not a terrible game by any means. It's just I I would have liked more. Um, I started Observation. It was on Game Pass. That came out last year. That's a cool fucking game. Kyle, have you tried that one? I haven't. It's on my list. Uh, is yeah, probably I recommend. because of the uh, publisher. I I recommend. Yeah, Devolver. Um, <laughs> I recommend highly. It's uh, 
you play the so it's the same kind of story of like a rogue AI on a ship, a spaceship. Right. But you play as the AI this time, and you're basically just doing stupid little puzzles like opening and setting out fires for the person who's giving you orders and commands. But like your AI is all fucked up, and like you're getting huh. commands that you're not supposed to. It's it's a really cool game. Uh, I've really enjoyed the way it's been presented so far. So I need to get a little further in it. Uh, I was just so busy finishing Minecraft and my other game, uh, which is Destroy All Humans. Dude, how is it? It's not very good. <laughs> it's not very Are you good at all. Serious? <laughs> it's all nostalgia. Like, uh, there's a real. It's a. I feel like there's a real missed opportunity for them to have added weapons, added shit. It's they call it a remake. It's a remaster. It, it is not a remake. They the story is exactly the same. You play, every mission plays out exactly the same as it was. So giving me fucking PlayStation Two mission structure in 2020 is not going to make me happy. Uh, uh, the only thing I can say they've updated are the controls. The controls feel a lot better. You can do a lot more shit with that. The animations are updated, so the anal probe looks a little more funny. It, like shoots out like this little tongue-looking thing that goes shooting up the guy's ass, which that that stuff's nice. But and they have lock-ons for like the disintegrator ray. There's little tiny touches that's like okay, that would have been nice in the original. But God, there's just so many missed opportunities. Like the only you only have four guns. You have the one that shoots out of mine, the electric gun, and the anal probe and the disintegrator ray. God, doesn't it seem like this is a ratchet and clank opportunity here, where you could just build such crazy fucking things and just turn them loose on the human race in this game? God, it's ah, it just it bugs me what it's be, not. I think. I think the fact yeah, I, I like, think maybe they missed an opportunity here with it actually being a uh, you know if they call it a remake it should actually be a remake is offer that unique twist to to changing things up but yeah it, it should yeah it, I think it does it in a uh, disservice to the fans by calling it a remake instead of a just yeah. a remaster It's a real fucking bummer like it 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 still hits nostalgia points for me like they still have the great lo- the great dialogue of when they first see the aliens and he's like did you see that he's like you bet your sweet ass i did i'm like what (laughs) it's just a stupid ass dialogue that they have but overall i tried to argue with brandon because he's like dude that game is so dated Uh, i was like i was like oh come on you can still have fun with the game whether it's dated or not man they should have fixed a lot of shit with this game they really should have like i i was like ah like i said like I said, it's it's a disservice though to the fans to say it's a remake when it's more just a, it a graphical uptick. So I'm pretty disappointed, which I I didn't think I was going to be this disappointed because I knew they were going to do the story stuff. But God, you could have kept the same story and just added a whole bunch of shit, and I would have been fine. Mm, I I just wish there was more variety in how you were doing things because what a cool fucking idea. Destroy All Humans was, was playing the perspective of the aliens destroying the planet. Like, what a cool fucking premise. But uh, then I just did Marvel Avengers as well. So nothing we didn't already talk about. Cool. Yeah. Where Uh, did you play? So, of course, I played more Animal Crossing. Not anything new to say there. Uh, since I finished my house and stuff. Um, more Call of Duty. Just progressing with the Battle Pass. I haven't been having the issues, obviously, because I'm playing on console. Uh, but, man, I'll tell you what. Um, 
it does make it interrupt when you're playing with someone that that is playing on PC because that that's what my brother's playing on and yeah he was having the the issues and it was like every every match we would have to quit and uh restart so that was a lot of fun uh played more ghost um i really love that game still uh i've only i think i'm pretty much got the bottom third of the second island done i just haven't had a lot of time to sit down and play that one this week uh i'm still kind of sticking with the uh just go in and uh go ape shit and kill people like there there are times i'm using the uh the stealth stuff more often uh hmm, but okay it it's literally out of convenience because most of the time i just want to go in and fuck shit up um played some super some more super smash brothers ultimate i think i unlocked one more character uh just fiddling around haven't really progressed in the story mode uh, just doing some regular smashes and stuff. Are you doing and just then, local smash, or are you actually getting online and playing against people? Just local smash. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, played more Akarian. Uh I think I am almost done with that game, actually. Sweet. Like actually yeah. finishing it or just done with it? Yeah, no, actually finishing it. Um, yeah, because I tried it again, and I yeah, I just don't want to play that game. Uh, I will say those sequences, I think I, I hit the final one because there, you get an achievement, um, for doing the final sequence, uh, where you have to play as a scientist. Those are such a disconnect from the game. And I feel like having to play those actually interrupts me from the game enough that I'm like, when I get back to playing the, the biomass, I'm like, okay, where the hell was I? What was I doing again? Even if the sequences are uh, only like two minutes long, just because of how lumbering the character is, I mean they 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 move kind of like, um, like old like thirty years ago, uh, Prince of Persia on PC. Oh, you're not making me happy. <laughs> that that's what the human sequences when you move when you have to move around. You can't jump or anything. You have to climb ladders. Um. It, and the fine they they don't make a lot of sense. I I get that it's it's kind of trying to show that how you became unstable or you know not contained, and then the whole event of you taking the base over started, but it it doesn't fit in with it. They could have just made it about the biomass and no story, and it would have just been fun. But how long is it? Um, I think I've been playing it for like five hours i've gotten lost a few times though oh okay yeah um maybe a little bit longer but yeah like i said i'm close to the end i think i've got all the abilities um at this point and i i've started knocking out later on in the the game you start encountering these like they look like metal plugs um that um you start knocking them out as the uh game progresses on and then you're having to go back to levels from not like the very beginning of the game, but close to the beginning. Um, and then it takes you back towards the end of the game. Hmm. But I don't know. I, I still wish there was a map on this game. That would be so helpful, but 
I understand why they didn't do it, being that you're supposed to be like this, not not necessarily intelligent, but sentient thing that's just out for blood and consumption. I just, I just yeah, love it's that. Yeah, Metroidvania style. It is true. I just love the fact that they, uh, I just love the fact that it's a, it's a different take on, you know, you're not the hero going after the monster. You're the monster eating the heroes. You know, you're the monster eating everybody else and you could just progress through the world to do that. It's such a, it's such a unique little twist too. And I just, I just love it. I'm just glad that of course, that the, the developers changed the switch icons. So that way it doesn't look like a giant bloody vagina that you get into and now actually just says carry on on it. I I, I kind of wish they would have kept it as the giant bloody <laughs> vagina. That that would have been amazing. <laughs> what? Did you, you go look up? I would have I would have bought it. I would have bought it. Preston, just, just to if you don't know what we're talking about, screen. go look up. Go on to on your phone right now. No, I've seen it. Up. I'm just wondering okay. what the fuck he's talking about. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just to have this disturbing. Okay. Just to have a disturbing image on my. My Switch uh, startup screen all God, the he time. Lets, he lets someone borrow his Switch and they're scrolling through. Oh, you got Animal and Crossing, like, what the here's fuck Smash is Brothers, that? here's Mario Odyssey. What the hell is that? Oh, here's Monopoly. Here's Yeah, so you're basically yeah. going to scar they're somebody. They're going to be like, well, why the hell do you have a vagina with teeth on your home screen? That's like the new vagina. Legend of Zelda game, guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? I like the way Zelda's going then. <laughs> Vagina with teeth. Awesome. Yes. yes. They have reset the standard once more. As long as the <laughs> weapons aren't stuck on a durability shit, we'll be okay. <laughs> right. But yeah, that, uh, that was you, it for what me. Weapons would you, what, what weapons would you use to fight a big monster vagina? Uh, um, Probably a Defeat. tampon. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I would use buffalo sauce. Buffalo there is there there is no way the vagina is going to like buffalo sauce. You know the you know the the, the cooking abilities in Breath of the Wild and that too, where you can add in you know the spicy peppers and that. I think that's what it needs to be. Is you make that and then you just throw it at it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that the way would, to solve oh, it. Oh man, a fucking vagina hates buffalo sauce. If you don't believe me, go test that theory out, friends. I'm good, thank you. And uh, you both have significant uh, others. Go ahead, give yeah, it a I'm, shot. I'm good, <laughs> See thank if you. We'll have uh, significant others next week. I'm gonna we'll tell her. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell her about this. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, tell her about this one here in a little bit, and she's gonna look at me like something's wrong and make me stop recording with you assholes. <laughs> Preston suggests using buffalo sauce in bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Do buffalo want, wings. Do you want, the ultimate do you want, aphrodisiac. Do you want Sweet Baby Ray's or Frank's? Uh, they're both just going to burn like a motherfucker. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Oh, fuck. Okay. You ever Ky- get buffalo sauce in your eye? Probably. Yeah. Now imagine getting it on a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I got to ask now, Kyle, because Mississippi wait, wait, is wait, wait. burning way out there. Did you have any other games on your list? No, that was that was pretty much it. <laughs> well, then this was a very interesting way to round out this week's what are you playing? So, uh with with Just all take of what you guys give me. Ah, Jesus Christ. With all of 
That said, and nothing, of course, that Kyle and I endorse, we're leaving that with Preston, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's What Do You Play? And don't forget to check us out on anchor.fm slash the-npcs-podcast. That is the home of our podcast. We have links to all of the platforms that we're supported on, so make sure to go to our homepage there, click on those links, and follow this podcast. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, those are our social media, of course, uh, at the NPCs Podcast. Uh, make sure to follow us on there for when the podcast does become available. You can find us on YouTube, just search for the NPCs or grab the link to our YouTube page on social media or our anchor.fm page as well too. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button there. Kyle and I do a weekly news live stream talking about the gaming news that happened in the previous week. We do that on Friday nights at 8pm Mountain Time so be sure to tune in there and follow along as we're talking about that. Again everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We will catch you all in the next episode. Oh my god! Muffalo sauce! Call it (laughs) Muffalo sauce! (laughs) Good night, everybody. (laughs) Later.